feeling like it was like I'm feeling lucky Cruising down the riverside West side of Kentucky Ooh, I'm feeling lucky I'm feeling lucky Yeah, yeah Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to the Zach and Jack Talk Cat Show. I'm Zach. And I'm Jack. Oh, we're coming at you tonight after the NFL draft. It was a good one. I enjoyed it to an extent. I'll get into that later. Um, but first, I want to, I guess, roll into the headlines. Jack, is that what you want to do first? Yeah, man, let's do it. Here we go. L.A. Clippers signed DeMarcus Cousins for remainder of the season. Illinois insiders reporting that Orlando Antigua told Illinois he is going to Kentucky. Kentucky volleyball seniors moving into next chapters of life. And finally, do cat buttholes touch all surfaces? One sixth grader says no. (laughs) That's right. Uh, The science experiment was made possible for the sixth grader with red lipstick, white paper, and the high tolerance of looking at cat buttholes. In short answer, they do not touch everything. He received an A-plus in this homeschooled project from his mom. (laughs) Oh, man. That's crazy that you bring that up. Because Maddie actually, being a vet, she's all on the animal stuff. And so one of the pages she follows posted it. And I think that's hilarious, bro. That first off, <laughs> first off, that we're examining if a cat's butthole leaves marks or comes into contact, a direct contact, I think was what yeah. it was. Man, that's, I mean, that's great. I love it. He, he, he the kid gets a 10 out of 10 for creativity. Oh, for sure. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt. So I love that. Yeah, that's great. Good call. Yeah, I thought that was funny when I found that one earlier. And that came out yesterday. So, hey, that's that's new news there for some cats. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we didn't say when we brought it in that we're actually recording this on Thursday night. Well, I said that we're coming at you after the draft. So, if mm. uh, if people are somewhat smart, they'll put it together. That was on Thursday night. Okay. Sorry, man. <laughs> after the, I don't know, man. You know, after the draft could have been a week from now. It'll still be, we'll still be coming at them after the draft. Technically, you're correct. Okay, we're coming at you after the first round of the so, draft. Either way you look at it, both of us could still be interpreted as being an idiot in this situation, as like so many situations we find ourselves in. Probably from every episode, and this is episode nine, by the way. <laughs> Oh man! Yes, yeah. We'll I think hitting, you're right. We'll be hitting double digits next week if we keep Isn't doing that this. Crazy dude! If we keep doing it, we're not gonna I'm, do it anymore. I'm just messing with. Oh, uh, that's crazy though. Really, I enjoy it, man. I look forward to it. I really do. It's been fun. I enjoy it too. I just I wish we would get more listeners. So if you're listening to this, if you ever see us post the the uh, link to it, share it, like it, comment. And also, yeah. rate, subscribe, review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. Good plug there. And uh, he's right. Please do all of those things. And we appreciate the people that listen and interact with us. And uh, it's been great. It's made me a better fan. 
Heck yeah, me too, for real though. Almost felt like I fell fell off uh, for a little bit. This is bringing me back. I did too, and not to kind of jump the gun on something we're going to talk about, but I do feel like the <clears throat> the fan base may be shifting back a little bit towards a positive type of mindset. But oh, Especially when we're talking basketball, if that's what you're referring to. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. But I, I mean, overall... You know, with oh, yeah, your, I mean, so, some of the stuff you're you're definitely right. Basketball, the, and those are main things that we're going to talk about. But I was also talking about like just sports in general, and kind of um, how things are. M- most of our sports news is a positive right yeah. now. You know, with the volleyball team, you mentioned that in the headline, and then um, some some coaching changes. I think that we needed it was time. And it's encouraging to see those happen. I'll admit I was somebody that was skeptical of, of if they would or not. So, yeah, I, th- I think we're uh, we're in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll just look at – re-look at one of those headlines there. I said Kentucky Volleyball Seniors moving on to next chapter of their life. So, shout out to them again. Congratulations uh, bringing us a national championship. And I know you and I have talked about this, but I don't know if the world knows – but them winning the championship gives the SEC a championship in every collegiate sport that they have teams in. That's pretty awesome. It's called domination. Yeah. And I'll be a hundred percent honest with you though. We haven't talked, we haven't had a podcast since they won. Have we? No, sir. They won Saturday. Okay. Can, can this be the first thing we kind of dive into? Volleyball? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. All right. So, I haven't watched a lot of volleyball, but this is one of the things I'm talking about, about making me a better fan. Part of that, part of the equation, as we know, is winning. Okay, yep. so, so like, I, I heard that they had great ratings, as, you know, relative to what it's been in the past, and that, uh, you know, it, there were all these people there, when you watched it, that were in UK Blue. Um, I didn't get to see it live, but I, I watched a clip. It was like 10 minutes long of the highlights of the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, ha- it had some of Texas scoring some points too. So it wasn't just Kentucky. Uh, and it was intense. It was intense, bro. I had like, I was blown away about how into it I was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know you've watched a, a good bit more volleyball than I, than I have. So maybe maybe it was, like, less mind-blowing for you. But uh, as somebody who's never really watched it, I was invested in it. Like, I I, I was <laughs> – even after I knew they had won – that they had already won the national championship and I went back and watched, I was like, man, this is awesome. So, yes, huge shout-out to them. Oh yeah, it's. Um, I I definitely enjoy it because, like I've said on here before, my sister played a volleyball in high school. She just graduated in 2020, so I'm still fresh off of watching her kill the ball a lot the past couple of years. And she went to several Kentucky games, and I I I would watch games with the family. I've never I've never watched volleyball games before, but of course I watch her games. But we watch Kentucky together some, so I I got into it a little bit. But this year, like I'm, I'm, I'm also just amazed at how much they've gotten better over the years. Because I mean, they've got 
we'll go into the senior stuff here. They got one, two, three, four seniors that could play again next year, but they decided to forego that season and are going to move on to the next chapter in their lives. However, I don't know how we're going to feel about this, but Avery Skinner, um, she's going to uh, – she's been accepted into graduate school for communication sciences and disorders. It says at a different institution. I don't know, I don't know where that's going to be, but she's also going to play her final season of college volleyball there. So I don't know how we feel about that, but thank you for your time at Kentucky there, Miss Skinner. Well, uh, first off, I don't begrudge any of those decisions. You never know what somebody's life is like. Yep. And it's very easy from the outside to point and say what a person should or shouldn't do. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I'm, I'm not saying she shouldn't do that. I just, no, I, I, I know you're not. I was kind of just saying that for what I'm about to say, which is this. Um, as invested as we we both were in the national championship, oh, you know, the whole run there, we – we kind of started, like you said, we're getting ready to be in double digits on the podcast. And um, so we've been following them basically yeah. since we started this, maybe a little before. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know, man. I, I I hate to say it like this, but the seriousness of the sport, like, I, and, and maybe that's not fair. Maybe that's not fair, but... I, I feel like, man, you win a national championship, surely you could get you another year in. And yeah. play. But but then again, you know, I also see the side of saying we just won a national championship. We only lost, I think, what was it, one match all year? Yep. Lost a handful of sets all year. These other four girls are seniors. They're going. And so it, we've we've peaked. Like, let's get out while the getting's good. I understand yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going out on top for sure. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. But that's not to say that, I mean, I, we still may be good next year because that uh, Allie Stumbler, she's a junior. And she's leading the team in kills. I mean, she, she's coming back. And I can't remember when I, I was watching the the championship game. I can't remember if it was her doing something or Madison Lilly, but I think it was Stumler. Like all the kills she gets, I think like the announcers were saying, like this this girl could be on the um, Olympic volleyball team. So that, that's that's pretty impressive. There, they're all impressive, uh, to be honest. And I, I, you know, I wasn't trying to, uh, I wasn't trying to be unfair when I said that it that shows kind of the seriousness of the sport. I just feel like, yeah. Um, that in football, for instance, you had like when you and I went through the roster, we saw all the guys that are coming back for a fifth year because of COVID. And we were both like, whoa, I can't believe it's that many. And then yeah. here on volleyball, you've got almost the exact opposite, which is, you know, basically none of them are coming back that could. And you've even got a girl who is leaving early, even though she is pursuing a degree in something you know I, and hey go when you can i understand like especially if she's getting ready to be something that makes a whole lot of money like i don't think that there are a whole lot of people that play professional volleyball that make a whole lot of money so who knows maybe she's going to be a neurosurgeon but yeah, i just I think know. it i think it just <laughs> says 
our lives, our careers, whatever we're doing is kind of more important than us trying to go out and play again after we've just won a national championship. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, and speaking of that kind of uh, Kendall Paris, one of those seniors, she is also foregoing her what would be fifth year to go to a doctor of physical therapy school. So it's good for her, good move. Probably a good move for it. Yeah, you just um, can't. You really can't blame them for that. Um, I, Madison Lilly and Gabby Curry have not said what they're doing, but they, their time at Kentucky volleyball is done. So we thank you guys for your service, especially Madison Lilly. There, shout out to her again because she not only was Player of the Year this year in volleyball period, but was also, of course, Player of the Tournament. They were both awesome. They really were. I know that. Um... That the Lily girl had all the uh, the accolades, but man, yeah. that that it looked like that team was just full of downright beasts. Oh yeah, and I I feel bad saying it, but I was honestly nervous for when they were going to meet Texas because I know Texas is always pretty good, and I I watched them that second game in the Final Four, and they I thought, man, this is going to be tough, but heck, we and Texas did win the first set, so I mean, I didn't get to watch the first few sets but oh i didn't watch the first two i watched the rest of it but texas won that first one i think kentucky came back the second and third one so it's they they fought for it and they 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 earned it champions yep Yep. all right well i think we should roll into basketball or football next let's stick to football since we just watched the first round of the draft shout out to jamin again uh going number 19 uh like we talked on the phone earlier, I think he deserved that, but I honestly didn't expect it. I thought he would fall a little later in the draft. I, I, I agree. I do think he deserved to be that high. Um, you could argue maybe he could even have been a little higher, and I guess however his career ends up um, will determine if that was the right spot or not. But I, I think that the people that are picking – they probably had a very sensible approach when they looked at a guy who is six four and chiseled and fast, physical, hard worker, um, and had over a hundred tackles in ten games, eleven games that was all SEC opponents. So that resume mm-hmm. kind of speaks for itself. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, it sure does. And you're you kind of saying something a little bit how he could have gone could have gone even further earlier than that. And I was thinking that as well because, well, like five years from the last draft, five years ago, they always do these redraft in the 2015 draft or something. That's right. Yeah. If they, if they do that again, I bet you James will be higher. I hope he has a good career. I, I don't know much about uh, the Redskins, but I do know – yeah. That um, that they have some decent pieces on defense. So he uh, and I, I read a thing where they may have a guy who's been there for a long time and he's in the last year of his contract or something. So there's a possibility that he gets some some playing time. And uh, man, I hope he I hope he makes makes a name for himself. And he's already made everybody at the Big Blue proud. Played great here and. And was a great teammate, and then to be drafted in the first round—that's that's a huge thing. Oh yeah, 
I'm happy for him going 19, but as a Cowboys fan, I hate that he went to the Washington football team. Yeah. And whatever. I mean, so, I mean, I, I hope he's successful, but I, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I hope, I kind of hope Washington's not successful. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I hope he runs y'all into the ground. <laughs> I hope, who's your quarterback? Is it Dak Prescott still? Yes. Yes, sir. Well, you can kiss him goodbye. He's going to wreck him. He'll be coming off an injury, and I believe he'll be coming ready to ball. Jamin Davis Live will put him in a body cast now, Willis. No, Jamin's a nice guy. He'll he'll leave Dak alone. Well, let's get out of this crap here. Let's go. Let's let's. I'm gonna roll through the draft a little bit. Just I like go through the picks. Cowboys trash talking. I don't want to hear it. So I'm gonna go through the picks a little bit. If you got anything <laughs> to say about any of the picks, you say something. I got something to say here in a minute, but okay. number one. Trevor Lawrence, of course. Number two, Zach Wilson. Everybody expected that. I don't know why. I don't know anything about him. But I think he worked at KFC down there. <laughs> Zach Wilson. Is that right? Am I thinking of the right guy? I don't know about that. It's almost Zach Willis right there, though. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at that. You trying to compare yourself. Maybe <laughs> I, seeing yourself with your arm with a football ready to throw as your rookie card picture. Hey. Tori on the sidelines cheering you on. Is that was that your dream? It wasn't my dream, but it, if I would have went to a school that had football, it might have been my dream. It's one of my biggest regrets in life. Thanks for Man, reminding me of it. I forgot about that. I forgot y'all went to the one room schoolhouse and didn't even have sports. <laughs> we had sports, just not the best one. Okay. Anyway, right. I'm moving on because number three is where I get a little ticked off. Um, I don't know if you got a good friend that's into sports betting. I don't. I mean, I got a couple that do it, but I don't know if anybody's good at it. I have found that myself is not good at it. But there was one. There was one bet that said, uh, like it. It was saying pick the exact draft number numbers three through five. Mm-hmm. And I went with Justin Fields at three, Kyle Pitts at four, Jamar Chase at five. I would have turned twelve dollars into one hundred and seventy-five or something like that, and I got I got screwed. They forty <laughs> ers picked Trey. The number four and five were correct, but forty ers picked Trey Lance instead of Justin Fields. And maybe Trey will be good, but I mean Justin Fields he slipped further than he should, have, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. That dude is a baller. He's got a, <clears throat> he's got a cannon, and he can run. And I don't know, Willis, maybe I haven't watched him enough, but when I think of of uh, Fields, and I really only watched him, well, this past year, which I know Ohio State had limited games or whatever mm-hmm. because of COVID. Um, <clears throat> so I really only watched him in their last two games, and if I'm thinking correctly. Yeah, I think it's right. And um, I kind of think like Lamar. Like, I mean, he's not as good as Lamar. Um, but in that yeah. way, in like the highlight real way, but he's a really good quarterback. So yep. I agree with you. Appreciate that, man. Maybe I made a good bet after all. 49ers just didn't make the correct pick. So what did you turn $12 into if you didn't turn it into a hundred and whatever it was? Zero. Aha. Uh-huh. You didn't get anything for the, uh, for the two. Correct. Nope. I had some other bets as well that on tonight, like I've, 
I mean, I don't like saying this publicly, and hopefully, you know, the wives have not been listening to our podcast. Hopefully, Tori doesn't listen to no, this. But no, they they could not care less. I was doing pretty good with my sports betting on DraftKings for a while. I I was I was up quite a bit, uh, but then I started getting a little greedy, putting putting some money on some stuff I didn't need to put on. They have this thing called odds bets or something, where like it, it's it's stuff that's not likely to happen, but it's potential potentially could happen. And like they just they give you a chance to just increase that money by so much if that thing happens. And I put money on that so many times. Maybe that's just stupid to do. <laughs> but I, I'm down to dollar seventy five in my DraftKings account. So really, really betting long shots every time, huh? Yeah, really blew it. So mm-hmm. we we got to get one of our friends on here some some week that knows sports betting and can, yeah, and can teach me. There are a few um, now. I don't know. I'm not really in that world, so I don't know who is super successful and who's not. Um, I don't think the the people that I would say would mind, but I mean, like, and then, you know, I think Logan Daniel and some of those guys have done pretty good. So, oh yeah, there, cool. There, there's definitely uh, an Andy Knight. I think I think some of those, and maybe even T. Walt. John T. Walt gets into the betting. I don't know, man. I think he might. Well, hey, if any of y'all are listening that Jack just named, hit us up. We'll get you on the show. You can teach us how to bet correctly. Yeah, for sure. But back to the draft, number four, Kyle Pitts, an absolute monster. Um, that That is the guy I would have wanted. So even looking at Trevor Lawrence uh, and, and everything that's great about him, <clears throat> man, if – if you had that first draft pick and and you for some reason didn't need a a quarterback, that's the dude I'm taking. Yeah. He's a stud. And and this goes into something we'll talk about later with the schedule, but uh Florida had a couple of guys go in the draft that really were impact players on their team. Oh yeah. That we're going to be that are obviously going to be gone next year. So, do you want me to roll through this entire? Yeah, draft? I mean okay. you can roll through. We we've spent a little more time probably on these top picks than. Yeah. Well, Jamar before. Jamar Chase next number five, pretty excellent wide receiver. I'd say that's a great pick out of LSU. Jalen Waddle, number six, going to Miami. Oh, Penny Sewell went to Detroit. J.C. Horn went to the Carolina Panthers. I was honestly kind of hoping he'd follow the Cowboys. Patrick Certain, the second, went to Denver. Uh, Devontae Smith, stud, Philadelphia. Hate that. Would would you would you have taken Waddle before you took Smith? I'll be honest with you. I don't know much about Waddle. I know more about Devontae Smith. Well, he was hurt. You know, it was kind of a deal like the Chris Oates and Jamin Davis. It was a thing of like where he was not even supposed to be the star and there was this other guy and he got hurt and couldn't play. And so then this guy turned into the, the guy. So Waddle did. Well, Waddle got hurt. Yeah. Oh, Waddle so, got hurt. Okay. Yeah. And so then Smith, you know, he won the Heisman unless I've, lo- unless I've lost my mind. And Devonte did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in that national championship game, you know, people that watch football that know it, 
really, really well. I, I'm not talking about myself. That's not that's not my description. I'm not one of those people. Um, the things that he can do on a football field, his route running and stuff. You, he, it, it almost looks like it's it's effortless, and there are not a whole lot of people who can make it look like that at that high of a level. Yeah. And maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe they're looking at the body type or maybe they, when, when he ran or something, you know, that I I don't know, but just on the football field, that dude is gifted. So sorry. You know, it's just, yeah. Honestly, the only reason I think he fell to number 10 is because he's six foot, 170 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And he's but, getting ready to go into a grown man's league. And I see yeah. that. Yeah. But I hope I hope he does well though. Yep, me too. Then you got Justin Fields coming at eleven, like I just said above. I wish I wish he went to number three. Upset above. Said before, I wish he went to number three above. Oh, whatever. He, he went to the Bears. Bears traded up to get him. Oh, then you got Micah Parsons. Linebacker going first linebacker off the board, by the way, going to the Dallas Cowboys. I hope the Cowboys don't, maybe they will. I, you know what? I hope they do regret not taking Jamin Davis, but whatever. Old 19. Yeah. Then you got, you make a lot of noise, buddy. Then you got, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> you got Rashawn Slater. Uh, he came 13th to the Chargers. I've never heard uh, of a bunch of these people. I feel like the people listening hadn't either. Well, I'm, you told me to go through the whole thing, so I am. We're supposed to just I, stop I, when we want to say something. I think I was wrong, though. Well, okay. Well, I'll just oh, well, I'll just name some big names we do know, of course. SEC, Mac Jones, quarterback, went number 15th to the Patriots. Been at Kentucky. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, Alabama guy, went to the Las Vegas Raiders at 17th. And then Jamin's at 19th. Uh, Florida wide receiver went to the Giants at number 20, Kadarius Tony, Stud. <clears throat> yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I'm going to skip a few there. So then number 24, this is the last Bama pick. So i got a couple things to say about this. This is Najee Harris running back out of Bama. This was Bama's sixth pick in the first round this year. Pretty impressive. That's a heck of a team. Oh, yeah. To go undefeated national championship, and then that's pretty yeah. strong. And the second thing I want to say about Najee Harris going number 24 to the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, that means he's going to the same team as our boy, Benny Snell. Um, and then they also have James Conner running back. So I really don't know what the Steelers are doing, but I would say, I guess Benny may be finding a new team soon. I, I hope, and I hope the Steelers regret it. I don't know, man. That doesn't sound too good for Benny to me. Uh, it doesn't in in Pittsburgh's case. At it doesn't for him at Pittsburgh, but maybe maybe he turns around and goes somewhere else and dominates. Well, I hope so. That would be nice. But I'm not going to get into much more of the draft here. I mean, like you said, he's, we're naming a bunch of people we don't really know. But but uh, I will say for our, our Kentucky fans listening, and, hey, shout out to the non-Kentucky fans listening. I know we got some Duke fans that listen to us, and I know you even talked to 
uh, one of our friends that's a Tennessee Volunteers fan, uh, Dylan Poole. You you talked to Dylan Poole about listening to us. So shout yeah. out to all our boys that listen to us that are fans of other teams. We appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but before the Kentucky fans, uh, look to hear Kelvin Joseph's name in the next round or third round. I, I think he'll go second round. Uh, other names you could hear, Landon Young, Brandon Eccles, Jamar Watson, uh, maybe A.J. Rose, maybe Duffy. But but some of those guys may not may not get drafted but may still find their spot on a team. That's right. We shall see. And I was thinking, back to Jamin a little bit, I was thinking, when's the last time we had somebody drafted in the first round? And so let me tell you something. Cat of the day, cat of the day, cat of the day. Here comes that what? Cat of the day. With the number seven pick in the 2019 NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Josh Allen of Kentucky. Boom. That's our cat of the day. What a time that was watching him and Benny get interviewed after all those wins they were getting in their last season. Man, I loved it. It was also a time watching him just demolish some of the posing teams, man. He was fun to watch. Man, he he was – I'd say that when I look back and, like, hopefully I live to be a, an old man, he's going to be one of the ones we talk about and be like, no, y'all didn't understand – you don't understand what Josh yep. Allen was about. Like, he would, when he stepped onto the field, he could point at anybody and be like, I'm getting ready to dominate you. <laughs> yeah. It literally doesn't matter who you are. I can run you down. I can overpower you. I can do whatever I've got to do. He was a stud. He is a stud. Yeah. He he was sadly drafted by Jacksonville then, like I said. But, yeah. um, but hey, they just got the number one quarterback in the draft. So, maybe, maybe they'll turn it around somewhere here and there. You know, I wish that he would just get traded to a team that's really good. A scenario similar to a comment I made about a one Devin Booker needing help. Hey, we'll get to that in a minute. What you just said, though? Yeah, I wish – I've already said this to you before, but I wish Josh would get traded to the Buffalo Bills. So you got our Josh, our Josh Allen on defense, and then you got Josh Allen also as quarterback for them. Josh Allen squared. That'd be wicked. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Only you would want that combination with us. <laughs> uh, it's funny you should bring up your little Devin Booker situation, though. Mm. It's, it's uh, funny. It is funny because I don't know if you realize, but they've already clinched a playoff berth now. First time in 10 years. Uh, no, not 10 years. Since 2010. That's more than 10 years. Wow. Yes, sir. He really needs yes, some help out there. Yes, he does, and I'm glad he got it. I'm sure that after I made that comment that then their GM just was like, oh, we got to trade for somebody. We've got to get him some help <laughs> out here. And then something went through, you and I missed it, and that's what. Well, to be honest, they got Chris Paul in the offseason, and it's really what's helped him. Hmm. Well, that would do it. I uh, didn't mean to get off track of football there. We, we can do one or two things here, Jack. We could continue on with a little bit of. NBA cats and then get into basketball stuff. Or we could talk about that football schedule that we've been talking about for two weeks. Um, what do you think? I think we could run through the schedule real quick and then get into our um, 
get into our other stuff. What do you think? Or just scrap it and save it till next week? Oh, we can run through it. I mean, okay, let's do it. This would be a, or this is a, what do they call it? Early mock draft. This is an early guess at what we will end the 2021 season. Um, oh, gosh. Do you want me to run through all the games and then we'll say what we think will end up? Or do we want, yeah, let's do that. Let's do it that way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first up, we'll have ULM. I'm sorry, guys, don't know who that is. That is. University of Louisiana Monroe, I believe. I was, I was about to say Louisiana something, but that's it. Louisiana I, Monroe. I, I think. Okay. Well, then we got Missouri. Then we got Chattanooga. Then we got South Carolina, Florida, LSU, Georgia. My God, what a run at tough teams. Mm. Uh, then Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vandy, New Mexico State, and, of course, ending it with a W against Louisville. So how do you think that season, right now, just an early guess, how do you think that'll end? That Chattanooga game is going to be tough. You know, you come out of a two-game stretch and you play Chattanooga, that's going to be – that'll be the toughest game on your schedule, no doubt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Mm. Uh, I think that uh, Louisiana Monroe always has a good football team. And I think that it's evident in that they play up. They're playing uh, as their opening game, an SEC, uh, a worthy SEC opponent. So uh, it's also going to be a deal where you've got a whole lot of question marks all over your team from coaches and players. Uh, I'm still going to give them a win there. I don't know, man. I'd say – I didn't count them up when you were naming them off. I was more just listening to them, but. 12 games. I'm going to set a ceiling and I'm going to set a floor. Okay. And we can talk about it. Uh, We can talk about this, you know, as the summer goes on. But as of today, I'm going to set my ceiling at probably nine and three. I like it. And I'm going to set my floor at seven and five. Now, you may disagree with me on that. And that's fine. We ought to disagree more on here, honestly. We should. Okay. What do you, what do you think? What, this is the easiest way to do it. Who do you think you're going to lose to? Like I said in there, there's a stretch of some pretty good teams. Um, right after we play that tough Chattanooga team you mentioned, we got <laughs> South Carolina. I mean, I guess they'll be good. I don't know, really. But but then, of course, you got Florida, LSU, and Georgia, all three back-to-back right after that. Um, that's going to be a tough run there. I so, believe uh, South Carolina just went through a coaching change. Okay. So, we'll, maybe we'll get that W, hopefully. Um, well, I but mean, I think Mississippi State is good, though, too, now. Yeah, I, I believe that. And that's right after Georgia. Oh, so yeah. They, got- I, I freaking love Mississippi State's coach. Who is that? Oh, yes. Goofy, dude. Leech. I can't make his name, but yeah, Leach. Mike Leach. <laughs> oh, I love him. So, what's give me that stretch again with Georgia and, and Florida and them. Uh, South Carolina, Florida, LSU, Georgia, Mississippi State, then Tennessee. I mean, that, that Tennessee may be probably not good, but it's always a tough one for us for some reason. Is it in Lexington or in Knoxville? Uh, that one will be in Lexington this year. Okay, I think we can pull a dub out, but just as soon as I say that, they'll come up here and beat us with a terrible team. <laughs> I think 
I think we're getting closer every year, but I don't think you're beating Georgia. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying if you're making me pick today, I'm saying we're just not there yet. Not not this year with a whole bunch of new pieces and so many question marks in your defense. I hope I'm wrong. Well, what about LSU? Tell me I'm wrong. Well, I think you're closer to beating LSU than you are Georgia unless they've just made some miraculous turnaround that I don't know about, Hmm. which could be the case. You know, they had the really good year with Jamar Chase. Then a bunch of people left, Joe Burrow included. And then last year they had COVID. A couple of people opted out. Jamar Chase, others. Um, so I don't know as much about them, but they're going to be good. I mean, they'll be good. They're a worthy opponent, regardless if they don't even have anybody on the team except for the people from their own state. Uh, I just, I'm not gonna lie. I just googled up a little top twenty, early top twenty-five, and out of those, out of that run, LSU is the lowest ranked. So maybe that will be our. Okay. All right. Uh, what what was your ceiling? My ceiling was nine and three. Okay, that's not a ceiling for me. That's just what it's going to be. Oh, nice! You're picking it nine and three. Man. Okay, so who are the three losses? You just pick don't three losses now. Just don't bet on it. Yeah, don't. I, I think after your little betting talk earlier nobody's gonna take your advice my three losses are lsu no 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 i'm sorry shoot i don't know man <laughs> uh I, I i can't pick i can't do that man i hate picking them i hate saying florida's gonna beat us Dude, well, you probably... gotta pick you just pick you you didn't say we we're gonna go 12 and oh you said we we're gonna go nine and three so you gotta pick three losses you just said we we're gonna lose three okay. well Georgia's gonna be one of them and hey, I hate Missouri's to... good now too don't don't underestimate them second game of the year we're we're skipping out on that but they're good yeah I believe you but we're gonna we're gonna beat them okay Georgia um Florida, they're going to get us this year. Sorry. Florida and Georgia is going to get us. And I hate to say it, but Tennessee gets us. Okay. But we beat LSU and we beat Mississippi State. And Missouri. I like it. I can roll with that. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit that and maybe do a little research. Hey, man, you and I have been talking about this roster, man. We're we looking good on offense, looking good on defense. Got all these guys coming back for their fifth year. I'm not, maybe these other teams have that too, but I doubt it. I heard them get drafted a lot tonight. So I, I don't know, man. I, th- I think we can do it. I think we can too. They're just – there's some people that have to prove it. And what I mean yeah. is you you just – you lost – I mean, you just lost a ni- the 19th pick in the, dra- in the draft. You lost a uh, a starting center and a starting nose guard – who have both been starting three-plus years. Uh, you've just got critical pieces. Your quarterback is gone. Um, they're just critical pieces, and I guess that's why I was reluctant to to put a, I don't know, an official win-loss on my prediction. But everything has to go, because like we were talking about when we were talking about the draft. <clears throat> Excuse me. The guy, the Tony guy, and the tight end, Kyle Pitts from Florida. 
real deal. Yeah. Let's not forget Kyle Trask, also a good quarterback, good player. Yeah. Um, who, when we knocked Felipe Franks out of the game a couple of years ago, had his debut against us and led them back to uh, beat us. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He's also gone. So my both point of, hey, is – Both of those guys are actually in the draft this year. No kidding. Yep. You think Trask will – surely he'll go somewhere. I think he will, yeah. I think the next quarterback in line is the guy from Stanford. Couldn't tell you his name. I was just looking at some draft stuff before today. Uh, Stanford quarterback, and then I think Trask might be next. I don't know. I'm, I could be wrong, but I think he's next. Okay, then. All right. I guess that does it for the schedule. Yeah, that's the schedule. I guess that'll do it for football this week. Um, we'll, we'll get into some basketball real quick. Sounds good. Back headline I had about that one. Illinois reporters already reporting that Otunga, my God, that Orlando <laughs> Antigua. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going to leave this in there. Get you, get you. Roll it around and try again. David Otunga used to be a, a professional wrestler, and that's why I get. I've I've done that to myself before, honestly. I've said Orlando Antigua in my mind, but I actually said David Otunga out loud for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Orlando Antigua, though. Uh, Illinois reporters are already reporting he's left Kentucky, um, or he's left for Kentucky. And I I literally saw some of them tweeting about it today. So that's a done deal. It's just not official because that, uh, they posted the jobs online. That has to set for a little bit before they can make it official. So, matter of fact, I'm gonna go put in my resume real quick. Man, I wish you would get that job. <laughs> for a small fee, I could come and be your assistant. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're. This is never gonna happen. Um. But anyway, I. What you want to talk about here, man? But I mean, look, you and me, we've been talking about Orlando coming back since our third episode. Um, we weren't, well, I don't think we were the 100% first to report it, but we we were, uh, or not report it, but 100%, 100% first to predict it is what I meant to say there. But, I mean, we, we were talking about it, though, and talking about it for a long time when nobody was. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. I think it's been the a great way to say it, or a way to say it, rather, would be it's been on our wish list. Yeah. And uh, I think it's been on a lot of people's wish list, and maybe not just this year. And so, um, without going on too big of a rant, I just want to say that uh, I appreciate Tony Barbie and Joel Justice, but I would be lying if I said that over the past two to three off seasons, I haven't said to myself, I wish we had a coaching change. And I'm not talking about John Calipari. No, 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 no. You know, I'm strictly talking assistants. And um, I, even this off season, you know, even maybe three to four weeks ago, I thought, there's no way. I mean, I believe it when I see it. You know, I kind of had that attitude. He's not going to fire him. Uh, after Joel Justice didn't get the job at, at wherever the – I can't even remember what 
State University or whatever it was. Arizona. There you go. No, I think that's where he ended up going, wasn't it? Oh, I thought that's what you were asking me. My bad. No, there was a place that he's maybe uh, interviewed for the head coaching job a couple of times. Anyway, didn't get it. I was like, oh, well, he's coming back. And then they didn't. So I guess my point is uh, we saw all these all systems failure last year uh, when we couldn't even win 10 games. And all of us in the back of our mind knew like something has to change. Everybody's talking about it. And so I think that even if you don't like take Orlando out of it, just the fact that we're making a change is a positive thing to me. And then you you put the thing into you you throw Orlando in there and say, well, this is a guy who was responsible for some of the biggest recruits that have ever worn a Kentucky jersey. Yeah, that makes me pumped. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> and I do want to give a shout out to Joel Justice again there. I knew he brought in some guys, but I, but if you're honest, I didn't honestly think about it. he did a pretty dang good job i mean he he, w- he helped bring in bam Adebayo, stud right there he brought in shay gilgis alexander emmanuel quickly killed on johnson and all those dudes are balling in the nba right now he brought in johnny design too but he he left for ucla of course and he brought in brandon boston who should have been should have been awesome for us this year but wasn't but I'm, I'm hoping he does do well in the nba too but I mean, Joel, he, he brought in some studs for us, and we do appreciate it. Um, anything you want to throw in on that? Because I, I have a follow-up thing, but if you want to say anything about those players he brought in, go ahead. Um, I, I, I love what all of these guys have done. Yeah. B- because we've had success every year except this past one. Um, and and I, didn't, I, I didn't really want Joel to be the one, if we're being honest, I think Joel could have still been an asset to you. Yeah. And I don't know how you could have worked it. You know, Bruiser just came in last year. And I don't know what kind of recruiter he is, Willis, honestly. But I know that we're, we still don't have, if you look on um, who we've got coming in this coming year, well, we've got one guy that's the top 10 prospect, and he's and he is number 10. Now they're saying he could be good, but that's where we really need a bump, and I think that's what Orlando can do is come in and crank your recruiting up. Yeah. Look at Cal and say, let's go get these dudes. Yeah. None of this playing around. Let's go get these dudes. Yeah. Well, what I was also going to throw in there before I ask you to butt in there too, but um, there's levels to it. We, I think you've said this on here before, but there's levels to it. I, I love all those dudes I mentioned, especially Bam. Boys at Heat now. I love them. But there's levels to it. And Orlando, the dudes were, I think, on another level than these other dudes I've mentioned here. You're 100% right. And I think the best way to summarize it is the top five guys. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Those are the guys. It's it, Who are those top five prospects? Who are the John Walls and DeMarcus Cousins? Who are the Brandon Knights? Who are you – know, well, I don't even know if he was top five, but he turned out to be really good. Who are the Anthony Davises, the Nerlands? Who are those guys? And, like, where are they? Because everybody wants to make an excuse, and I think that's what makes me so mad. I'm about to get riled up just talking about it. <laughs> 
because and I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours uh, who who's very in the know with UK and he made a comment that somebody had basically gotten mad at him for saying that Davion Mintz, uh, a backcourt of Davion Mintz since another player, I, I, I can't remember who it was, but uh, would be another NIT team. And <laughs> I agree with him because I think we have normalized without even knowing it, this inferior level of talent and, and basketball players. And I'm, I'm not trying to be like mean, dirty and ugly and say that these people aren't as good as these people, but we're here to win. Yeah. And, um, I love all the guys we've had, but like we just said, you're looking at, there's a difference between great and good. Like you just said, there are levels to it. And hopefully Orlando is going to take us back to that top level. I think so. Can't wait for it to officially be announced. And, you know, another thing, man, what I said about people making excuses. Um, People want to talk about this new developmental thing with the NBA and all, all these other schools are recruiting one and done. I don't, I do not, I, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. That is irrelevant to me until all five of those top five guys go to the same thing. Like if the top five guys every year were all going to that NBA thing, then I'd say, okay, it's over. You know, like there's no way you're getting – I mean, if they're getting everybody. But when some of them are going to Gonzaga or – why would you go to Gonzaga over Kentucky? Yep. Why can't we get that kid? You know, that's that's just ridiculous. And for us to accept it, I mean, Nolan Hickman is a four-star point guard, Willis. Four-star. Wow. He could be good. I'm not – and yet again, I'm not trying to dog anybody. Shea Gilgis-Alexander was a four-star, and he was a stud. Yes, sir. So, I mean, it can happen, but we need a bump. And it's Orlando Antigua. I hope so. And I guess another coach, since there are actually two vacancies. And well, I haven't one, heard much about Chin, so I wonder who that's going to be. I was going to say that one could go to me, but we'll see. It could go to you, yes. Yes, it could, Willis. <laughs> yes, it could. I mean, have you heard anything else about the transfers or anything? What's happening? Uh, um, you know, I've seen where it's kind of looking like we're not going to get some guys. Um, it's. I think that the Frederick kid that we talked, I think we talked about him the last podcast. Yeah. Um, that they're saying that he's close to committing to Kentucky. If he does so, Willis. Oh, I thought yeah. that already happened. I don't think so. I don't think C.J. Frederick has from Iowa or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't think he's coming. Oh, yeah. I think we've just offered it to a bunch of guards. Have we offered them or just been in contact? Uh, that you're what you said in contact. Okay. Um, but I think that C.J. Frederick will probably be the next one you get. And uh, he's gone after, like we just were talking about, he's gone after a bunch of these guys. But then, like, he's not – it's like he's not pulling the trigger on them. So, I don't know if he's waiting on something. Like, he's got the inside track to somebody 
who he thinks is better than all these people that he's kind of letting go by the wayside because that's the thing in contacting giving a scholarship or two different things like having them call you on the phone and saying hey we like your game you know we'd like to uh have you on the team that's a different phone call than them saying okay we'd like to give you a scholarship you know let us know when you'd like to accept we need to know that's so i don't know and there's some guys out there he could still get. <clears throat> and assume he gets C.J. Frederick, and then you get Davion Mintz back. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I know you at that point you've got a lot of bodies, but I don't, I don't know how good I feel about it, to be quite honest. Uh, that point guard spot, man. You got Nolan Hickman coming in who's a freshman. And then Davion Mintz hadn't said anything. And so you don't know if he's coming back or not. And unless I'm forgetting somebody, with the transfer of Devin Askew, you're you're left a little thin there. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know what he's going to do. But, well, maybe we'll have some updates for you guys on that in the weeks to come. I hope so. But I guess that's going to do it for this week. Uh, it seemed like we didn't have a lot of news, but we really went on here for a good good minute um, with all the sports, it seems. Yeah, we did. And, you know, I, I feel like uh, we hit on a lot of things. And I feel like that one of the the big most positive things is that there's a lot of positive momentum in the U.K. Uh, sports fan base right now. Yeah, and I hope we just keep rolling that, man. Uh, I hope that uh, we can string out a couple of big win seasons next year and uh, watch some good ball. Yep, and we wish Jamin the best of luck with the football team. Yep, that's right. Your team, man. Nope, not my team at all. Don't ever say that again. But uh, uh, that'll do it for us, guys. <laughs> Adios. Peace out, people. This is a toast for Kentucky last. Come on.